0: Many times the things that we've been through and the experiences that we have give us insight into the purpose that God has called us. This is because God never wastes anything. Whether our past are glorious or painful, God can turn it all around into purpose. Hello, Beloved, and welcome to Beloved Women with me, Christina Patterson, where we help women to learn, love, and live God's Word. If you are new here, please be sure to subscribe for new videos each week. And for those of you returning, welcome back. For Beloved Bible studies, daily devotions, study guides, and unlimited ad-free videos to grow your faith, download the Beloved Women app. Today, Today's video is part of our Crazy or Called Bible Study series as we learn what happens when God calls ordinary people to extraordinary purpose. Find the link to the entire series below and get your copy of the Crazy or Called Bible Study Guide at theBelovedboutique.com or on Amazon. Before traveling anywhere, one must know where they are going and how to get there. This is what makes GPS and Google Maps so helpful. They give us step-by-step directions to any destination that we desire. When it comes to answering God's call on our lives, it would be nice to have something similar that would tell us clearly what our calling is and how we are to get there. Not all of us receive a burning bush like Moses, but that does not mean God is not speaking in his own way to communicate to us what he's calling us to do. In fact, as we look at the life of Moses, we learn three important signs to look for to discover God's call on our lives. Other than the burning bush, we find in the testimony of Moses many other clues as to what God was calling him to do. And the same clues can be seen in our lives also to uncover our purpose and God's plan for us. The first clue to look for is a problem. Think of a problem or pain point you are facing which should be fairly easy because oftentimes we're really good at finding problems. We usually have no issue uncovering what we don't like and discovering how things can be better because we're frustrated that they are not operating at their full potential. What we're often not as good at, however, is realizing that we are the solution to the problems that frustrate us. What we are passionate about many times reveals what God called us to do. When we think of passion, we usually think about love, but it can also include what we hate and strongly dislike. As we look at the life of Moses, we learn that he was called by God to free the Israelites from Egyptian slavery. Most of us know that he received this call from God through the burning bush where God called him to go to Pharaoh and request that his people, the Israelites, be set free. The story that we often overlook when it comes to Moses, however, is his killing of an Egyptian before he left Egypt to find himself in the wilderness by the burning bush in the first place. Before that, Moses was raised as an Egyptian prince. He was born an Israelite, but at the time, the Pharaoh had become intimidated by how the Israelites were growing in population and ordered for all newborn Israelite boys to be killed. In order to save Moses' life, his mother placed him in a basket and sent him down the Nile River. When Pharaoh's daughter found him, she had compassion on him and she raised him in the palace. The Israelites, on the other hand, continued to live under harsh oppression in Egypt. As Moses grew up and saw the oppression of his people, as he looked at their hardship and realized how harshly the Egyptians were treating them as slaves, he became angry It was this anger that gave a glimpse into what God would call Moses to do. Moses was called to free his people. Moses was called to bring an end to the harsh treatment of the Israelites through the freeing of them from Egypt. He was to lead their rescue. Moses was the solution to the problem that frustrated him. Instead of seeking not only what he was to do, but how he was to do it, Moses took matters into his own hands. He let his anger get the best of him, and he killed an Egyptian who he saw was beating an Israelite. Moses tried to hide it, but when he realized the murder was known and the Pharaoh wanted to kill him, he ran from Egypt ashamed of what he did. It's when Moses is hiding in the wilderness that God came to him in the burning bush to send him back to Egypt because his purpose was always there. The things that make us upset reveal to us what our purpose may be. It's the problems that frustrate us that often show us that we are the solution to those problems and reveal God's call on our lives. What angers us can give us a clue to what we're called to do, but we still must be careful. Although anger is not a sin, the Bible tells us that it can lead to sin like in the case of Moses. The Bible tells us that anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. So although frustration may be a signal to what our purpose is, it cannot be our ultimate motivator. It is our job to look at the things that discourage us in the world and seek the Lord on how He wants us to be the solution. The next clue that can often reveal what call God has given us is our past history. After killing the Egyptian who Moses witnessed mistreating an Israelite, he ran from Egypt, conflicted. Moses desired to deliver his people before he left Egypt, but he ended up using the same violence to try to bring about justice as the Egyptians had inflicted on the Israelites. Conflicted, Moses ran away from Egypt, from his people and his purpose until God met him at the burning bush to call Moses to deliver the Israelites, not Moses's way, but God's way this time. But now Moses wanted to run from his past, never to return. So as he spoke with God, he came up with excuse after excuse as to why he should not go back to Egypt because he was trying to get as far away from his past as possible. But God wanted to use his past as both a born Israelite and an Egyptian royal to free his people. See, I believe God chose Moses because of his unique past. His understanding of the Egyptian royal palace because he was raised there and his birth as an Israelite made him the best fit for the job. Moses, however, didn't agree. He was ashamed of his mistakes and insecure about what others would think or say about him, as we all often are when our past aren't so neat and polished. But God uses even the most complicated past for his glory and to reveal his ultimate purpose. As the Bible tells us, all things work together for God's glory and for our good. Even a past we would rather run from, like Moses, God can and will use it to propel us into what he is calling us to do. Running away is often easier, but it's sometimes in the opposite direction of where God is calling us and our past to reveal our purpose. Many times, the things that we've been through and the experiences that we have give us insight into the purpose that God has called us. This is because God never wastes anything. Whether our past are glorious or painful, God can turn it all around into purpose. The final clue that we learn from Moses that can reveal God's call on our lives is what we have In our possession. When God met Moses at the burning bush, he told Moses to go back to Egypt to request that the Pharaoh release his people. Since we know it was Moses' desire for the Israelites to be free, you'd think he'd be elated to go back and finally see his people set free from the harsh. Egyptian slavery that they were under. But at this point, he was so discouraged by his past mistakes. He does not want to go back. I'm sure it's not that he didn't want freedom for his people. He was just not confident anymore that he was the one to free them. So Moses gives God excuse after excuse not to go back to Egypt to free his people. But for each excuse that Moses gives, God gives further direction and reason as to why Moses would go. And one question God asked Moses is, what's in your hand? Moses replies, a staff. God then showed Moses how that ordinary staff would perform wonders and miracles that would help him as he answered God's call on his life. Before, the staff was just that, a staff. But with the power of God's call, it became a means by which miracles would be performed. God can use the ordinary things in our possession in miraculous ways if we surrender them to him. This means that what's already in our possession many times can serve as a clue to our call. God doesn't give us a building, but he gives us the raw materials to make a building. So what are your raw materials? If you have a paintbrush, Maybe your purpose is to be an artist. If you have a computer, maybe you are called to be an author. Ask yourself, what has God given me? When I was in high school, I accidentally, and I say accidentally, but I know this was God's providence, signed up for a video production class. I almost dropped out of this class, but I decided to talk to the teacher before dropping out. When I talked to the teacher, I realized that video production was something that I thought I actually might be interested in, especially when I found out that it was in this class that produced the morning announcements and that I could be on the morning television news show for my school. It was in that class where I learned how to produce, shoot, plan, and edit videos. It taught me everything that I'm using now to create these videos. At the time, I had no idea. YouTube and online video wasn't even a thing. It wasn't even that popular. I then went to school for business. After that, I planned to get my MBA, but I was led by God to go to seminary. And I remember feeling just all over the place. I have a degree in business, a master's in theology. I love entrepreneurship and I'm pretty good at video production. I felt like maybe I should have focused on one thing and potentially just got distracted and made mistakes in some of the decisions that I made. But now, in hindsight, running a Christian YouTube business and ministry, God brought it all together in time. The gifts that I had in my hand were indicators of the call that God had on my life. So I want to ask you the same question that God asked Moses. What is in your hand? Now, you might feel that you don't have much in your hand and that you don't possess a lot, but that's okay because God does not need a lot to do a lot. We're called to use our gifts and what's in our possession, but the results are up to God, not us. We feel like we don't have enough in our possession to answer God's call because we compare ourselves to others and what they have, but we're not called to do the best with what someone else has. We're called to do the best with what we have. So as a reminder from Moses, what problem are you the solution to? What's in your past that sheds light onto your future and what is in your possession. These are all clues to uncover God's call on your life. And as we look to God for strength, we find the power to answer that call. Stay tuned for a sneak peek at next week's video brought to you by our beloved women members who support our mission to empower women with the love and truth of Jesus Christ. Our members receive exclusive access to Beloved Women videos, Bible studies, printable study guides, and more. If you like Beloved Women, you will love being a Beloved Women member. Learn more and join today at BelovedWomen.org. Now enjoy a preview of next week's video. Everyone wants to know God's specific call on their lives under the assumption that it's something that you're excited to do and something that neatly fits into the plans that we have for our lives. But what happens when God's purpose interrupts your plans? Then it's not so easy to answer God's call on your life. You then struggle with the tension of wanting to answer God's call on your life, but at the sake of potentially abandoning your own plans. One thing about me, I am a type A to-do lists everywhere, what are we doing five years from now type of planner. If I'm ever lacking in anything, it's never a plan. I'm not the only one, I know this, because the Bible tells us that many are the plans in the mind of a man. So it's natural for us to dream and strategize and develop systems and methods and plans to get to where we want to go. The issue is that our plans don't always work out as well planned, and many times, this is at the hand of God himself. In fact, the full scripture says, many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Just as fast and good as we can make a plan, God can interrupt it. So what happens when our plans are interrupted by God's purpose? Well, that depends on the person, but if there is anyone who understands how God's purpose can seemingly derail our plans, it's our sister Mary.